Hey guys, welcome to the fourth episode of season three of Get This Cake podcast with your host, Janelle Clark. How's it going? I am so sorry. (laughs) Little bit of a delay on the episode this week. It has been just like a crazy time for me. Um, I don't know if you guys notice, like, from my last episode and like literally right now I'm experiencing something that's really strange now this could be partially because this past weekend I just came back from uh this cottage with a shit ton of my friends we had a fabulous time and maybe I just have lost my voice from that but I have noticed um back in April back like when I had COVID Um, my voice never really went back the same. I'm having like a really weird long lasting side effect of having a deeper voice. And I just like anyone who's tuning into this episode, if you have experienced this, please message me. Like if you also had this weird side effect and what you did to get your voice back to normal. So, um, I'm just kind of like, maybe it's my tonsils that are like, they, they haven't healed. I don't really know what the case is, (laughs) but I just want my normal voice back. And probably from all the drinking that I did this past weekend has not helped that. So, um, that is just one thing that I, that I just needed to get off my chest before we get into this week's episode. And of course, like I said, I am so sorry on the bit of a delay here, but I deliver, as promised, an episode every week. And you guys are awesome. I hope you guys had a fantastic week. Um, I might just still be in recovery (laughs) right now from my past weekend uh, at the cottage. But yeah, it was a really, really great time. If I have any of the listeners here on like Instagram, social media, I'm sure you saw that. Um, And it was just good to like get away. Like this whole reopening plan is actually happening way faster uh, than I thought it would. Now, when I mean faster as in like, it obviously was long overdue um, because the lockdown lasted for so long. But the way the rollout's happening is it's quite convenient due to the amount of people that are getting vaccinated. Um, I had my finally, 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 finally got my first shot uh, last week. I actually had no side effects. Team Moderna. Woo. Um, I don't know, but who? else um might have had Moderna with no side effects apparently a lot of people didn't have it but turns out Moderna's the exact same thing as Pfizer anyways and really just is on how your body responds to it but point is I live in an area that wasn't considered um like I guess a district until the end of May and therefore I was one of the last few areas that were eligible to get uh, the vaccine, their first dose. Uh, So when I was eligible, all the clinics in my area booked up and like for weeks on end because of the anticipation. So uh, that's why it took me so long. But anyways, point is I had that and back to work in the swing of things. Uh, some of you might know this. Some of you don't. I know we have a lot of new listeners here in season three. 
I do a lot. I'm a jack of all trades. So besides this podcast, I am a massage therapy student. I work in hospitality and I'm also in the Canadian Forces. Um, But hospitality has been something that's been a part of my life for years. In fact, I've been in customer service industry since I was 14. So it's been over, over a decade in this industry. Um, And there's a lot of things that come with hospitality um, and the customer service industry that we just kind of think as like just normal etiquette. But what I've really realized in the last two weeks of my uh, restaurant being open is seven months of closure made this whole process a little bit more frustrating and there has been some challenges that we just kind of had to overcome as not only like workers in the industry uh, need to uh, readjust to but our guest and <laughs> if you ever been out on King West, also our promoters. So I wanted <laughs> I think I think today was the day that we go into phase two where we're allowed uh, six people per table. Uh, and I thought this was a perfect opportunity to just take time to be like, all right, what are some good hospitality do and don'ts? So I work on Kane West uh, at a very well-known establishment uh, owned by a very big hospitality group. Let's just say that. And during the nighttime, we turn into a full like bottle service vibe. So infamously known for promoters uh especially pre-pandemic now we are still doing the whole bottle service thing now and we're trying to make it work just like any other restaurant on king west really is like work with what we got um so we're still trying to deliver that nighttime vibe with only you know four or six people table it's a challenge and they are part of the hospitality industry as well you know on Instagram, for anyone who's not a server, a host, or has ever worked in a restaurant or a bar, um, in which brings in business through promoters and, and that whole scene, um, we'll see these type of guys on Instagram and just be like, oh, they're like, they either think two things, like, oh, douchebag, or, oh, I'm a girl and I should message him because I'm going to get free shots. And that's, mm that's the life that's that's exactly how it works so they get a bit of a paycheck they bring service you know they they bring guests into our establishment uh they make they create a vibe for the for the business and that that is the job is is to create vibes uh which is super awesome but i i just want to get started with you guys because like as a host you, you you've been fucking pissing me off so let's just kind of do a little bit of a little breakdown of just what i think could be some do's and don'ts and improvements for any fellow promoters out there so with that being said of you bringing a vibe to your place of work um just like just have a little bit of compassion for the people that are behind the scenes of your really hot sexy instagram stories
Okay. And what I mean by that is yes, on your social media, which is a powerful marketing tool that you use every day to create that vibe to, you know, a make girls want to have drinks with you and party with you and be make guys want to be on your level, which is awesome. That's great. Um, and that's how you have to market yourself nowadays as a promoter of social media. Uh, I don't know how they did it before social media. I don't know how those guys um, really did that. But it's it's big part of Toronto nightlife culture. So I, I respect the history behind it. Um, but your servers, the ones bringing the bottle to the table, your host, the ones that even get you the table to fucking begin with because a lot of people don't like to realize this but like thanks to the host is why servers are making money you know and it's shitty because we don't address this sometimes is that hosts don't make nearly any any portion amount of tips compared to a server um but we're the ones ensuring that business is like top-notch quality with the people that we you sit at your table so um and obviously also don't forget your security like if there's ever an issue with the people that are at the table security is there to make sure that everyone's safe and taken care of especially when things can get crazy at night so have a little bit more compassion and patience for those that you you can kind of call your co-workers really to the guests, they don't know that you're coworkers with us. But to us, we want to see you as a coworker. So let's just remind each other that we should treat each other like coworkers. And that means treating each other with respect. So, you know, really having that patience of like and communication skills of letting us know when you are bringing in a table so we can ensure that your vibe that is paying your bills is the best vibe possible because we want to make sure that we're all working together. Um, So that's one thing I can definitely say. Moving on to my next thing that I just want to bring out there for promoters. Uh, Hospitality 101 (laughs) is bring good people. (laughs) That sounds so like... I should have to explain it. It sounds so self-explanatory, right? Uh, But... I understand that you've been out of work for seven months and you're kind of just like whoever the fuck wants to turn up with me so I can get this paycheck. Sure. But like, come on, like come here to this place. This is the motive. This is the vibe. But like when you do that, not only should you be concerned about your own reputation, once again, if this is your place of work, be concerned of the reputation of the business that you are promoting, right? There's a reason that Rebel, I'm sorry, has the reputation it has. There's a reason why Regulars has the reputation that it has. There's a reason why EFFs has a reputation they have, right? They all deliver a certain experience, yes, But the people that are attracted to that establishment is what makes that establishment the vibe and what you can expect at, you know, any one of those venues on a night. Oh, I'm not saying anything bad about those places, but promoters have a big role into what the reputation of that place is. So bring 
good people, man. You know, if you like just bring decent human beings, <laughs> honestly, it's really going to hurt you in the end if you're just trying to make a few bucks by bringing in whoever. Because word of mouth in this industry is everything. And especially where we just all have been off and shut down for seven months straight. The hospitality industry is holding on by a fucking thread and we're all being hyper competitive more than what we ever were before. Yes, we're compassionate for one another because we're all in this together, but the competition is real and you know that. I don't need to tell you that. So um, there are certain places you would want to be known to be a promoter for and there's certain places I don't even have to say the names that you wouldn't want to be known as places you represent so that can all be altered based on the people you bring um and let's just guys let's just behave until more restrictions are lifted we're already like i said we're already on track way faster than what i realized like a lot of people are already like double vax which is great it's fantastic i'm excited for life to be normal again but Keep in mind the second that a health inspector comes in and you're not obeying and just like, you know, working with the, you know, provincial rules of mandatory restrictions such as wearing your mask simply just from the table to the bathroom could shut us down again. And, you know... It is your place of work, right? Do you want to be off work again? Then it all connects. Let's respect the restrictions, which ultimately respects your coworkers. And the better people you bring in, the less of a stress of our worry that we have to babysit. We don't want to babysit the people you bring in. It's not part of our job description. Our job is to make sure that you have a great time. And we want to do that. So let's just bring people that are on their best behaviors. And all we can ask as you guys as promoters is to be on your best behavior too. So this isn't too crap on you guys. You guys are fun, amazing. I love the vibes and the energies you bring. And the our establishment and the establishment that I work at wouldn't be the same without those constant bookings that we get from you guys every single weekend, right? So it, definitely a lot of appreciation. It's just about working together. And this is like what I feel that you guys can deliver a little bit better. And, you know, there's always still going to be that like one or two infamous douchebag promoter that just is a bad vibe. But you don't all have to be that. And I think there is a real possibility to remove that douchebag reputation if we can just change a few behaviors because that creates trust. The Your reputation is everything, right? So let's just continue to build that up so the places that you are working at are also reputable. Um, now, when it comes to guests, since we're talking about guests as well, is... <sighs> 
I know how excited you are. I see the lines. The amount of times as a host, I've told customers, please, our waitlist is full and they're still like four hours into the night. It hurts me. I know, I know, I know, I know. Everyone's just eager. Like the idea of being able to sit on a patio and have a beer after work is so exhilarating to me. And I, I miss that. I know we all have and the weather just brings out all such amazing people in the city to just come and celebrate what we haven't had in ages. Um, but we also, as servers and hosts, we haven't done it. We haven't done it in months. So just be a little patient with us. We might be a little rusty, you know? Some of our restaurants might have changed the menu. That So we're all like almost feeling like we're brand new again. Um, some of us might be working in restaurants or bars that lost a lot of its super strong employees because they didn't feel that their career choice was going to be now taken care of uh, or secure because it hasn't. For the past year and a half, this whole industry hasn't been secure. It's been the least taken care of by the government. And I don't blame the people who've decided that, you know, enough is enough and they left this industry. So you know what that means? It means we hired a bunch of new people, right? So not only are we trying to remember how to do our jobs ourselves, we're also trying to, on top of that, simultaneously, very quickly and very, very effectively and efficiently try to train the new individuals as well as regaining our skills personally in a very short period of time because the restrictions now are being lifted a little bit quicker. Um, so yeah, we might be a little rusty. So just be patient. Um, and yeah, like I said, with the promoters is the biggest way that you can continue to have a fabulous time at our establishments is just give us a little like, you know, work with us a little, just keep your mask on <laughs> until we don't have to. Um, it's so frustrating when I do get people that I know are not medically exempt and they're just like, I'm medically <laughs> exempt. And I don't know if that's just like a Kane West thing. It could be, but it's just like, babe, like I don't care personally what your political beliefs are. I just want to keep my job. Thank you. Thanks. Um, and tip what you can tip what you can. Um, I think this is a big one. I don't think this is too much of a problem in the city. Um, I didn't really realize how important it was until I moved to a bigger city because um, some parts of the world, Tippin is seen very differently. Tippin is seen as almost like an automatic must. And then there's some areas where it's not that much of a big deal. Um, some places actually pay their employees proper wages that tipping doesn't have to be a massive thing. And in, but for majority, for the majority of people in hospitality, especially in Ontario, because we've had the longest lockdown, um, it, it really makes a huge difference. Like whether, you know, it, I know sometimes you can't always tip the same amount, um, but it really helps. It helps out with our groceries, with our bills, with our transportation, with an Uber at 2 a.m. at night because we feel unsafe walking home. Um, 
you know, just because an establishment closes at two actually doesn't mean we get to leave at that time. We still have to stay and clean up and get ready for the next day. Um, so those little things like having that cash is really crucial and it, it helps us out. And um, we we appreciate it. We really do. So show your appreciation, tip your waiter, tip your server, um, and tip your host. I know a lot of places do like a pool system and it's broken down to like, okay, server gets this much, then, you know, back uh, the kitchen staff will get this much, uh, bartenders and bar backs will get this much and then hosts will get this much. Hosts don't make a whole lot, but they're just as important as a role as the server. I think truly, I think everyone is just important. Um, even like, you know, the chefs, right? That you're the barbacks, the bartenders, everyone plays such a crucial role in ensuring that that establishment runs a successful service from the time it opens to the time it closes to the time it opens the next day. And we wouldn't be what we are without one another, especially at my work at least. I can only speak on the behalf of my restaurant that I'm so thankful for to have an incredible staff. Um, but we <laughs> we deal with a lot that a lot of people don't recognize. Um, and <laughs> we do a lot sometimes that is beyond our job description. Uh, when it comes to playing the role of a host, sometimes I catch myself playing roles of security. Sometimes I catch myself playing the role as manager and making sure people's cars don't get towed on King West because they don't want to actually take the time to find proper parking spots so like there's way more in a run of a night that we have to you know deal with and make sure that the nightlife scene especially you know like i said not just my establishment but a lot of places on kane west um turn into full-on like clubs after dinner service so it you're dealing with a whole nother dynamic of individuals um that can get hectic and mentally draining so if you are able to um leave a little you know five ten bucks there for your hostie as well because he or she got you into the establishment in the first place not your server um that would really help and you know like i said it, 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 do what you can these are troubling times they still are we're getting back to normal slowly but do what you can um and Please, 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 please don't touch us. Don't give us a hug. Even pre-COVID, like, touch has to be consensual. Um, and now more than ever, people are just not comfortable with it in the same way. Uh, don't try to hug us. I actually had an incident the other night where, like, you know, obviously you're dealing with drunk people, so you, you can expect some certain types of behaviors. Um, you just have to handle it appropriately and assertively and safely. But, you know, I remember like I was trying to sell a bottle to this group of four guys um, at the door and they were like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. But only if the bottle comes with you. And I was just so grossed out. And one guy actually did try to go in for a hug. And I, it's just like, it's just a no. It's just like an absolute no. And I think like it's a place just like any other professional setting that don't don't touch people to get permission get consent just just don't do it um 
don't tap your server on the shoulder to get their attention. Don't grab them to get their attention. And um, that's not going to work. That's disgusting. That's disturbing. And yeah, you're going to make them feel super unsafe. So don't do that, please. And for us as like workers in the industry, how are you feeling? Are, like for those who are taking the time to listen to this episode, how do you feel? Are you feeling that this transition of our places of work being open has been a smooth one? Has it been a challenge for you? Are you already starting to feel burnt out? I know that I was. I know that I was starting to feel burnt out and I work with the most amazing staff on King West. I love them to death, every single one of them. But that doesn't hide the fact that I still had no me time. I had any time to breathe, like barely any. And I'm shocked I even went to the cottage last weekend with my with my friends because I didn't even think I was going to make it. So um, I'm sure if I'm feeling that way, there must be other people that feel that way. And the best thing I can say is that we're a team. Teamwork, guys. Let's work together and communicate. Um, there's nothing more stressful than not knowing what's happening in your shift. You know, not knowing what your by times are and not knowing what is expected for the rest of your night without communication. Um, So that isn't just a manager thing. I think that's a team effort. And don't be afraid. Like, like I said, like, yeah, like hopefully guests can be understanding that we're rusty. But if you're feeling like overwhelmed, that's expected. It doesn't mean you're bad at your job. You're fucking human. Like, Find at least one coworker that you trust. Um, I I have the tendency of being friends with my coworkers, but I know some people don't like to break their rule. They don't like to mix like friendship with their professional life, and that's totally fine. I respect that too. But just at least find like one or two individuals on your team that you trust and feel comfortable communicating with. That like be like, hey, you know. I am not feeling too, too comfortable with this menu. I don't want to talk about it with my manager because I don't want them to think I'm, you know, not competent and replace me Um, because everyone's looking for work right now and anyone's replaceable and that's scary. Um, Just find people you can find and trust in and that can really help you feel more confident in your job as we slowly start to open up a bit faster. Wait, that sentence made no sense. (laughs) that was an oxymoron (laughs) um sorry as we start to open up uh, more effectively and with less restrictions things will speed up things are going to continue to speed up and we will have to readjust every single time a restricted a restriction is lifted so um yeah don't don't be afraid to reach out to your peers and your coworkers. seriously it, it will help you um and it won't hinder your shift so yeah i mean that is my little hospitality 101 especially like a Kane west edition i know there's probably some things that i might be missing um oh oh yes uh also guest try to understand especially gta guest that until indoor dining will be a thing um, for our near future, as a lot of restaurants are just patios, we are restricted on seating. So don't get offended if we tell you that the table's only yours for 90 minutes. It's not us trying to be rude. It's just 
us trying to effectively get as much people into the restaurant as we can. And it doesn't mean that your business isn't valid. It doesn't mean we don't appreciate your business. It's the fact that you probably were already on the wait list for several hours just to get into our business. And that experience probably sucked. But we don't want to have that experience as the days go on that we um, can accommodate as many people as we can in the best way we can. And by doing that, it's given you, you know, enough time to look at the menu and chat and catch up with your friends and order a drink and get an appetizer, an entree, dessert, and have a few minutes to just sit there and relax. I feel like a lot of people are pretty, a lot of establishments are really um, spot on with how much time that we usually requires. An hour and a half is a pretty decent amount of time. Um, So let's just try to be respectful of that. So yeah, that's another thing I can just say. Um, But I am really looking forward to seeing more of your faces and come out to say hi um and if there's anybody who works in the hospitality industry that wants to add on to this conversation reach out message me if there's something that i missed or something that you feel that you would want to talk about from your experience um i can only talk about my experience right so if there's something that you would like to discuss let's chat about it But until then, guys, remember, you can have your cake and you can eat it too.